Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Father, thank you so much for your love, your kindness towards us. Thank you for enlargement. We believe it's a prophetic word. You enlarge us by this early Sunday morning service, 8 to 10 a.m. Let your will be done. Speak to our hearts like never before. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen. Oh, somebody said amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. I can do this as well. Are you glad to be here? Beautiful. So, um... I want to I encourage you to challenge yourself. If this is your service, then, you know, let's, let's make the service work. What do you think? Yeah, I, I have decided to push myself and push the people. See, if, if, if you are leading people and you don't go forward, people can't come behind you. But what you don't want to, what you don't want to experience is when you leave a big gap... That's trouble. Somebody had a vision. And he said that. In the vision, he saw the prophet, our founder. He was like a, 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 what, a jumbo jet. And those of us who are with him, follow him, were like bicycles behind him. Yeah. So you can imagine the distance. It takes you 55 minutes Taxi takeoff, uh, landing, taxi parking to get to Trinidad. 55 minutes. The 737. If you are going to go to Trinidad with a bicycle, you can understand. You can easily not reach. Because unless you are Peter or Jesus, your bicycle cannot go over the Atlantic Ocean. And even if there was a road, you can imagine a bicycle and a jumbo jet. Even if it's a vehicle, a vehicle and a jumbo jet. If you are, if you are flying to Letham, I think it's about 45 minutes or so by air. With them two small uh, uh, um, trans-Guyana, two, two, two propeller planes. Then if you are driving, it's about 18 hours without the crossing. So you can imagine driving and flying, the difference in the pace, the distance you cover in a short time. And so, enlargement, and and I'm going to start the third one. I'm going to start the third one from 12 to 2 o'clock. Yeah? That's elevation. Me, I'm going on. So the people who are with me must really force and make sure that the service that I create with you, that service will be different. Can I have a witness for the Lord? Oh, can I have a witness for the Lord? Yeah. All right. So, we are looking at principal causes of backsliding. I'm preaching from this book. Principal causes of backsliding. I believe that God does not want anybody who um, decides to follow him, decides to serve him, he doesn't want to lose the relationship with them. Are you, are you with me? Just as 
when you fall in love. When I fall in love, it will be forever. You know the song? You don't know the song? Girl, when were you born? Girl, you know the song? You don't know, oh, Jesus. When I fall in love, Phoebe, you know it? It will be forever. You should know that if Phoebe doesn't know it, they will close the service. <laughs> I will show you the world. I used to like that song. They don't play it for me anymore. That's, uh, is it Aladdin? It's Aladdin, yeah. A whole new world. It's a wedding song, isn't it? I'm taking you on a whole new world of love. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing with God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. And I, I like to always compare us to God. There are a lot of things we never entertain. We were never allowed to happen. We were never want to experience that. But we give God them attitude. That we give God them rudeness. Somebody told me a Guyanese woman is always give rudeness. Hey Maria Guyanese woman, she always give you rudeness. That's what I heard. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 that now the just now cherry now 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 that you are saved now that you are saved you will live by faith. It means you will live believe things you live as if things are real but they don't look so real. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So, now that you are a Christian, and, and when, you see, when you use the word now, it means that from today, from, from, from this day onwards, now that I know there's only one God, it's like you, you have come to a, a realization. So, now, the just, and you are the just, you will live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Yeah. Living by faith is building your life, your relationship with God. And if you step away from that life with God, God is saying that my, my soul, my, my feelings, I'll, my, I'll use my feelings against you. Just as when you start in life, you fall in love with somebody and they break your heart and disappoint you. If you were a normal human being, you would have gone through at least three relationships before you marry. If you're a normal human being, at least. So you understand what I'm talking about? You use your emotions, and, and there, there are people here who have used their emotions against people they have been in relationship with before because they drew back. You don't have anything to do with it. You use your feelings, you use your emotions, you use your will, you use your mind, and they use it against that person. 
against that person because the person did not live by the love and affection you found for one another. How many understand what I'm talking about? God is saying the same thing to you and I that if we decide to go back, backpedal on our affection and our relationship for him, our desire to work with him, he says that he will also have no pleasure in us. Then he goes to verse 39. Verse 39 is something. Or oh, it's 38 I'm looking for. Yeah. Hey, Max. But we are not of those who draw back. It means that we are part of the group of people who say yes and it's yes. Who say no and it's no. Is your yes, yes? Is your yes, yes? Do you say yes and you follow through? Do you say no and you follow through? Sometimes you say no, but then things will touch you, affect you. They say, all right, man, all right, man. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> your no is not your no. Your no is subject to change. No, no, no. The Bible says we are not. Someone say we are not. Uh-huh. We are not of them who draw back. We are not of them who say, I believe in Jesus, and then we draw back. I love God, and I draw back. I love Jesus. I want to walk with Jesus. This is my church. This is my pastor. This is why I go to church. And we draw back. The Bible says, we are not of such people. What we are looking at is, why do people draw back? The first is shallowness. If the relationship will be affected, it means that we are not very deeply in love with each other. Amen, son. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships that don't last, it is because people are not deep. Oh, yeah. That's why our relationship in the church it must be deep. I should know Cherry for the rest of my life. I know Jolene for a long time. Yeah, yeah, many. In the early 2000s. Long, long, long time. Long time. That, that's how relationships are. The Christian type of... Even in the world, some people believe in long-term relationships. In the world, there are people who give 20-something years, 30-something years to a company. They work from messenger. They work from cleaner up until when they become a junior manager at a session. They, yes! They give their life and their dedication to a business, to a company. Then in the church now, when God brings us together, we can maintain relationships. So it is shallowness that causes people to draw back. Because the Bible says we are like trees planted by the rivers of water. We are God's garden. We are God's hands boundary. And so if you see a tree that falls down, anytime the wind blows, it means that Charlie, that tree it's not deep in the earth. And as for breeze, as long as you're a human being, like I said, if you're a normal human being, I don't know about Paul Doris, but I'm sure you've had relationships. I'm sure you've, you've met women in your life. Yes, he's a big man. I'm sure maybe 25. 
<laughs> or 80. I don't know, maybe 80. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, you, if you look at him and you can assume his age, you can understand that he must have met a couple of women. Even Jack, a little boy, has met a few women in his life. Yeah, at least 10. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> now, what many people are, um, 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 what do you say, misjudge, or what many people uh, don't take serious is that things happen. Things happen in life. Things happen. Anything that you decide to do in this world, things will, will brace, will come against it. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm sure you know, if you get paid today, things will come and brace against the money. <laughs> Before you say Jack Robinson, one week, 110,000 is gone. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just one week after your pay- payday. So you have another 20 days to look into the heavens and say, I will look at, lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence come at my help. Then you see that your life changes after that. Excuses. Well, you can't come to church. You don't give offering. You can't do this. You can't do that. Because things came against the money you had. And because there was no stability with it, the money has blown away. You say you want to serve God. You come to church. You join Good Shepherd Church. Somebody will offend you. Somebody will cut their eyes upon you. Somebody will pass you straight. Somebody will step on your toes. I was telling somebody, teeth and tongue. We say it, but we don't believe it. We don't accept it. That if I'm in a relationship with Shona, I should understand that teeth and tongue must bite. So when we bite, then there's a problem. Why should there be a problem? We are going to be biting each other all the time. You, 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 you say that you are not a Christian, but old people say. You let's walk with old people say. What old people say is true. Cherry and, and, and uh? Like I told Earl the other day, I said, Cherry came from work and we we're all gaffing. I said, man, Cher- uh, Earl, i really jealous, you know. I mean, your wife, she's like a, a program remote control. She go and she come right back here. You are here working all day and you don't care. It's like a sheep that you let loose. Come back by six o'clock, you see, she walking through the gate. Come back to the place where she belongs. I said, brother, you are blessed. He was smiling. I said, man, it's a very nice thing. She's a good girl. And Earl said, at times. <laughs> I said, eh. Charlie, teeth and tongue. Charlie, they are the ones who try and make the food that you put in your mouth, try and make it in a way that it can be swallowed. They work together. They, they cooperate. They condone and they connive. At this is fight too. So you have to choose whether you want only a tongue without teeth or you want teeth without tongue. 
If you don't have tongue, you can't talk. It's your tongue that makes you speak. People who are dumb, who can't speak, dumb, who can't speak, because the, the tongue, the tongue, they can't roll the tongue. The tongue is very heavy. Say no, not cherry. Cherry. The tongue can roll. Trap them, trap them. The tongue can roll. So you choose teeth without tongue. In every relationship here on earth, Adam was living a very nice life. Then Eve came. He was so excited. Then the girl went to eat the apple. Oh, Jesus. There's always going to be pressure that will come against anything you are into. And what is going to help you stand is the root of whatever it is. It is the root of your managing skills of money. It is the root of how open, how humble, and how deep you are in love with or with somebody. That's what keeps the relationship solid and going. Sometimes it's not even love. It's your ability to stomach nonsense. Oh, yeah. Your ability to stomach nonsense. Because there's a lot of nonsense in relationships. Nonsense? Plenty. And the nonsense, they are like breeze that blows against a tree. And if you are not humble, if you don't have a big stomach, if you don't have a large heart, what happens is that you'll be shallow in the relationship. You'll be shallow in the school. You'll be shallow at the workplace. The people who walk off jobs, it's because they are shallow. You can't take nonsense. Two months, they walk off. Another two months, they walk off. Hey, you can never stay anywhere. That is why when you apply for a job, people look at your CV. They look at how long you have stayed in a job. Because they are checking to see if the breeze that is at their workplace, if it blows you. There's a breeze there. The breeze of maybe the package is not so attractive. Or the breeze of overtime. Or the breeze of less holidays in a year. There are all things that, that will come against. So in Christ Jesus and in the church, your roots must go deep. If you look at me, by the grace of God, I have church here, I have church here, I'm doing service here, I'm doing service here. If you want to, if a breeze is to blow against me from ministry, it's going to be very difficult. God forbid, if this place burns down, there's another place that can go and preach. So, it's like the tree has roots in the ground. If you cut this one, you, you have not done anything. But when your roots are shallow, because that's what Jesus said in, in, in Luke chapter 8 and verse 13. He says that, and these have no root, which for a while believe. They on the rock are they which when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root. How do you develop roots? By staying in a place for a long time. Should I say that again? How do you develop roots and develop deep roots? By staying in a place for a long time. People who don't stay long in a church don't, don't prosper. You see, one morning they say, I turn Muslim. Muslim? It's because of money you turn Muslim. There's nothing about the Muslim faith that is attractive. 
There's nothing. If there's seven women they can marry, you, you don't have to be a Muslim to get seven women. And this was attractive. And even, you don't even dress well when you're a Muslim. Some long thing like some woman dress you're wearing. Ah, you have to, you have to hold it up. And then when you go to the uh, uh, masjid, you have to put your knee down like that. The floor is hard. You got to do that. Can you imagine when we give you a chair to sit down? You don't even want to sit down. You want to move out. You want, look at people are doing that. Oh, oh, do you know what your knee will tell you? At a certain age, your knees don't go down very easily, you know. Yeah? They will tell you how old you are. How do people develop roots? By staying in one place for a long time. Psalm 92 verse 13. And anybody who wants to really follow God until the end of your life, the secret is that you must develop roots. And not just simple, simple roots, but roots that can withstand pressure and circumstances. In Psalm 92 and verse 13, the Bible says that those, it's not everybody, those, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It's not everybody who flourish. Those who flourish are those who are planted. Planted where? In the house of the Lord. It writes in the Bible. If you stick to God, if you stick to church, you you flourish. If you stick to planting, because when you plant something, it is not removed. All the flowers that we have planted around here, you, you watch them and see. Watch them and see. At least every day we give them water. Every Sunday I have a gardener who looks after them. When everybody's minding their business, I have a Sunday gardener to make sure that they are okay. Very soon you see that you start taking pictures with them. They're already flourishing. When you do your wedding now, you won't bother for go nowhere because there's a place you can take pictures. So my bishop, me won't bother for go nowhere. I can take pictures right here, cut me cake, do me drink, do my little dance, and then and I gone. They'll flourish. They'll become useful. They'll become beneficial. They'll benefit the church. If you are going to be rooted, you need to be involved in something in the church. If you are going to develop roots, if you are going to be planted, it means you must find something to do in the church. It's because I preach, that's why I'm here. If I wasn't preaching, maybe I won't come. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I wasn't preaching. I woke up very early and at a point, I dropped back to sleep. Ha! When I woke up the second time, it was 6.15. And normally 6.30 is when I leave the house. I used 20 minutes to finish everything I left. Because the studio was waiting for me at 7. 
if I didn't have roots there, me going away, if I wake up at 6 15 years or what, I take my time, I drink porridge, I, I, drink, I eat breakfast, I drink tea, big cup, put the bread inside the tea in the cup, let it soak, and I, I, hey, I enjoy myself. But when I opened back me, I was 6 15. I said, hey, when did I sleep? I don't remember this sleep here, sir. By 6.40, I was out of the house. Hey, Speedy, go, go, Speedy Gonzalez. Why? Because I have something doing. It starts at 7 o'clock. And I need about 15 minutes to go there. I, 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 can, I can wake up at 6 o'clock and say, oh, Sunday morning. No, no, I'm sleeping. No. Can you wake up Sunday morning and sleep? Then it means that you are not going to flourish. It means that you are not planted. It means that your roots are not deep in what you believe with God. And people like that, they draw back. I said, people like that, they draw back. When you marry somebody, and you have children. You see, when you marry somebody, or when you're in a relationship, it depends on the number of things that surround the relationship that makes it even very difficult to break, to break up. True or false? When you are dating, it's simpler to break up. Me like nonsense, man. You think I'm stupid? Man, me want you no more. When they engage you, it's not so... Yeah, already there's, there's some engagement. Then when they marry you, that's, that's not so easy. You can talk. You see, talk is cheap. When you marry somebody, you say, I, I, I want to divorce. I, I don't want. You, you, know, you know what has, what has to happen? You have to go and take a lawyer. You see, you can come to you and say, Bishop, I don't want Alisa anymore. I say, okay, Michael, no problem. Go ahead. Talk is cheap. Now you have to go and take a lawyer. And tell the lawyer why you don't want Nalesa. You don't have to tell me why you don't want Nalesa. Then you go to the lawyer, and then he tells you my fee is 150000 <laughs> Now, you have, to, you have to ask yourself, what can I do with 150000 that I should just go and give it to a lawyer for this girl here? So, so there, for, there are many people in Guyana who are divorced, but they are not divorced on paper. Because a man... Ain't get time to spend 170,000, and the woman also ain't get time for spend no money. So both of them have moved on with different partners. But on paper, that's a marriage. Because you are a little deeper then when you're married. Because a certificate has come inside. And to undo the certificate, there's a process. It's a process. Now, when children comes in. Then you are thinking of not just me, but how would the children feel? Because we know that children from broken homes normally they don't do well. It affects them. Why did mommy leave daddy? Why did daddy leave mommy? What? This, that, that, that. And then they have two homes. So they go here and mommy tells them something else. And they go here, daddy tells them something. Confusion. So when you marry and you have children, it's even more difficult. It means your root has gone deeper into the institution. 
It's the same thing for church. If you just come to church and go, I'm telling you, breeze will blow you away. You'll be a drawing back person. You are likely to be somebody who is not planted and therefore you will not flourish, at least not in the house of the Lord. And that's why people backslide because they have no root. Point number two. Last. Oh, emptiness. Let's do emptiness. 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 You see, if you, if you have a water bottle now, like if you buy Blue Life or Tropical Mist or Clear Water or Aqua or Dasani, they have Dasani here. Dasani oh, Oasis. If you have the bottle with water next to you, if you put it here, breeze comes here, it's going to be difficult for the bottle to fall down. But if you drink the water and you leave the bottle here, the bottle will reach over so. <laughs> that's how many people their lives are in relation to God and relation to the church the breeze of life blows them from where they started to a place that they don't even recognize where they have come to in this life if you are not filled with God with the things of God you find yourself at places that you will sit down and wonder, how did I get here? Just so? If I look at my life, life was going good, 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 you know. It's when I missed church for one month. It is when I got this new job. It is when I fell in love with this guy. That was a breeze. Because you are empty, the breeze blew you away like that. Emptiness is one of the principal causes of backsliding. People draw back because there's nothing in them to withstand the pressures. Now, we, 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 are, we are building our, our gate. So next time when you come here, the gate will be closed. Enlargement service gate closes at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Big padlock. <laughs> That's a joke. But the gate you are building, you can ask Pastor Andre. You can blow, you can blow any breeze. Pastor <laughs> Andre frightened the gate. He's so concerned about the moving of the gate to where it has to be mounted. That he wants the gate to be worked on close to the fence. <laughs> the gate is heavy, even though we are not finished. When people are heavy with faith, with hope, with love, with spirituality, with fasting, with prayers, with Bible reading, with knowledge of the scriptures, if people are filled with that, I'm telling you, let a breeze come. Many of the things that we are not stable in, it is because we are very empty. And empty barrels, they make the loudest noises. Tell your neighbor, the empty barrels make the loudest noises. First Corinthians chapter 13. 
Anytime you complain about something, I put it to you that you are very empty in that area. I don't know if you heard what I said. When you go to school, when you say maths is difficult, it means that you don't know maths. That's why. Anything you have a complaint about, it means you are empty with that. Am I preaching? Whenever you complain about money, it means that you are not a good manager of money. Anytime you complain about a man or a woman, or you complain about your job, it means that you really don't like the job. You don't really have a nice position at the job. People who have nice positions at jobs, they, they, <laughs> they don't wake up in the morning and say, oh God, I got to go to this place. Here. No, 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 no. They wake up excitedly, three o'clock. If there's a woman, she's cook and put lunch together, dress up, put on some little gospel and get ready to go to that work that she enjoys going to. She's, she's deep in a job. Write it somewhere. Anything you struggle with, you are empty in it. If you are running a race and you bring last, whatever you say, we will not take you serious. You can't run. That's all. You are, you are, you are not a runner. Don't say that, oh, it's my running shoes. It was tightening me. So when I was going, no, 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 please, 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 please. <laughs> the wind was blowing against you. No, no, no. Everybody was running. What the, the situation is that you are very empty in that thing. You are an empty person in that thing. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, the Bible says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not laughed. Can I have a, di- a different version? I am become as a sounding brass. A sounding brass. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't laugh at this, I would only be a noisy gong or clanging or clanging cymbal. You see, drums is a very nice instrument. Why you make your face so? This is not a Catholic Church. You like the sound? You like the sound? Why not? Empty. The Bible says that if you don't have love, love is something that makes you very full. If you can't deal with people, you are very likely not to have love in your heart.
if you cannot deal with people, you are very likely to be empty of love. Love is what makes you full in the Christian faith. Loving God, loving his church, loving his people. Because love comes from the heart. And the Bible says that guard your heart for out of your heart are the things that affect your life. You can be anybody. So, so love is one of the examples of like a heavy stone that you can carry with you in the Christian faith. Complaints that we have about people, complaints that we have about the church, complaints that we have, it's not because the people are, 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 are bad, because you don't have love. The Bible says that love is the thing that covers a lot of people's bad things. It's right if I have love for Tandy, I will not see her mistakes. When I see Tandy's mistakes, it means that I am empty of love. Yeah. That's why Adam ate the apple. Think about it. Adam said, you know what? I don't see your mistake. I don't see your fault. I'm with you. Right? Otherwise, if Adam was empty of love, the woman rather would be those who die, the men won't die. <laughs> but Adam became part of Eve's challenges because he overlooked her state her condition. Do you have love? Do you have love? The people that we say we love, we do things with them. They are the ones who see us naked. Yeah. It's, it's Hollywood. Anybody here see your husband or your wife naked? I've not seen, I don't know how Earl looks. I'm not even interested. <laughs> Forgive? <laughs> she has gotten a picture immediately. It's only Cherry who knows. And vice versa. Now, after all of that, if you say that you can't overlook their errors and mistakes, then you are empty. The same thing in the church. Same thing in the church. What's your name, son? Ganesh. Danesh. Wow, coming to church this Sunday morning. That's beautiful. Danesh. From Lagrange. Yeah, man. Church gone done just now. You'll go home and eat plori. Right? <laughs> yeah. In the church, you have different people. Different characters. Oh, yeah. LP Shona is different. LP Phoebe is different. Brother Paul Timothy is different. Pastor Michael is different. 
Jerry is different. Everybody is different. It takes love to keep people in the church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has taken love for God to have Christians. For God so loved the world. That's why he has people. You get it? You got it? God has to love the world to get billions of believers and followers. And if you don't love nobody, you will not have nobody following you. There is no achievement in just you, your husband, and your, your children. There's no achievement in that. As for that one, it's normal. Anybody can do it. To be a pastor or to be a leader or to be a shepherd or just to be a member of the church who is able to organize people around you to come to church. It means you have something that many people don't have. It means you are not empty. It's emptiness that makes people move away. And there's nothing in them. Look at this scripture. Matthew chapter, Luke chapter 11 verse 25. New Living Translation, if you have that. This is when demons leave somebody. And the Bible says that. When they leave, they go into the wilderness. Okay, Max, I don't know if you want to start from what, 23? Yeah, 24, good. When an unclean spirit comes out of a man, it roams through waterless places looking for rest. And not finding rest, it then says, I will go back to my house where I came from. This is why we say old flame, old firewood. It's easy for catch fire. Jolene, if you, if you have anybody in your past. Because sometimes, I, I, I grew up with a proverb, the devil you know is better than the angel you don't know. I don't know why a devil can be good. But it is to say that the boyfriend or the girlfriend who I know didn't use to treat me well, I think that person is better. And this new guy who is flashy and I don't seem to know his ways. At least, as for James Bond, I knew that when he said he's coming, he ain't coming now. He lying. At least I know that he lying. <laughs> Do I always say that? But this one that looks flashy, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I prefer Earl to this guy who just stopped with this fancy vehicle, tinted and AC and some fancy music. At least, Earl, I know when I go home, he'll be there waiting for me. This banner here, so. Am I the only one? I am number 25. I know Earl, I'm number one for Earl. You get it? So, that spirit goes out and it comes back. 
He says, he comes back to my house where I came from. Now verse 25 says, and returning, when it finds, when the demon finds the house swept and put in order. In other words, the house is empty. Since he left, nobody has come back. Since he broke up with a guy, the guy, uh, uh, you, know, you know, sometimes some, some guys, I, I know some guys do that. Maybe you used to go to school, you know, when you were in secondary school, you are in a little relationship, and then time came and passed, the person go to America, and they're still texting you on Facebook. They say, I like you long. <laughs> Since school days, I like you, girl. <laughs> it's a demon who has come back to see whether the house is empty. The person has gone around, uh, I walk and walk all over, all over. I search and search all over. They've gone through different things, but they remember, they remember. That's why sometimes there's something about oh, oh, high school sweethearts. They, most of them end back together only to realize that it was school days that they were nice. Now everybody's a big man and a big woman. It can't work no more. Yeah, yeah, there, there are things like that in this world. People go back. I remember when I was a kid, I was 13 years old. I liked this girl. You know, when you are this kind of relationship, when you see the girl, you, you want the earth to open for you to go inside? <laughs> yeah, when you are with your friends, you walk around like you, you know, it's a big buy. When you see the girl coming, oh, Jesus, you start shaking. I, I used to feel like that. 13 years old. I think I was in secondary school from two or something like that. I think I was 12. I like this little game, my area bad. Anytime she mother sends she, I'll go and stand somewhere and I peep she like that. She walk. <laughs> they call it puppy love. <laughs> and so then me and my friends, we are walking, we see her coming. We don't know whether she's nervous or I am nervous. You see that some of them you like, you just look straight and pass her straight. <laughs> Hey, you can't even say hello or good morning. I remember many years ago, she migrated. Her parents used to live abroad, in a particular European country, so they came for her and then her, her siblings. I never stopped loving that girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one day we met. And then after the meeting, you realize that, Charlie, this is stale bread. It's like, it didn't taste like how, or it's not like how you imagined it wanted to be. So, it's all right, man. Later. Let's be friends. <laughs> it, it, it's like he returns and find, that's how it is. The devil targets, what I'm trying to say here is that the devil targets people who are empty. Demons come back to places that are unoccupied. So if you don't have Bible in you, you don't have praying in you, you don't have songs in you, you don't have word in you, you don't have love in you, you don't have faith, you don't have hope, you don't have righteousness. When the devils, you are a target of the devil because they are always looking for a place. So being empty as a Christian is very disadvantageous. So if you are not going to be somebody who draws back, then number one, you need to have roots. You, need, you, don't need to, you don't have to be shallow. And number two, you don't have to be empty. Oh, we squeeze you like this. Where should you come? I was with Andre. Uh, was it Friday? 
we're, we're trying to dig a, a foundation for something out there. I read Rejoiner's book, um, Final Quest, that Apostle Paul was talking to Rejoiner. I, I, I've read it about three or four times since I came back from Barbados because I heard Prophet mention something about it in a camp I was listening to. So I'm just reading it. I read a part where Apostle Paul, when Rejoiner asked Apostle Paul, what, what message do you have for me and my generation? The Apostle Paul said, I don't have any message. It's already written. He said, what I have written, I can't add to it and I can't take away from it. My time is over. He says, you are still on earth. You can still write things. You can correct things. You can erase things. It's like when you move from you writing with pencil to writing with pen. When you write with pencil, you can take eraser and then when you start writing with pen, you realize that you can't just write, do silly mistakes. Now you have to cancel it. You have to white it out or you have to take the sheet out. So I came and I was looking at some work we were doing. And I told Andre, I said, Andre, this thing we are trying to do is small. Andre, isn't it? I said, it's small. I said, let's extend it by another five or six feet. And I told him, I read the Apostle Paul, he said that he can't come back and change anything. Paul wants to come back and take, Timothy, take a little wine for your stomach's sake. He wants to come and take it out. Because he wanted to, it was only Timothy he wrote it to. He didn't want Shona to read. He didn't want Good Shepherd Church to know about it. But now look. Boom. World news. Breaking news. That's what, that wasn't the plan. He was writing to his son in the ministry. And so he told him some private things. Some things that he believed are essential in ministry. Not that it should, be, it should be used all over the world. He can't change. So I told Andre, let's extend it. And why? I did this because I read something. I wasn't empty. It is out of the abundance of what I have read. It's, that's what made me apply what I applied. Life is such that you come against situations... And the situations will demand what you have in you or what you know. If you don't have anything in you, if you don't know anything to counteract the issue, to fight the issue, it means you are going down. It means you are going down. It means you are going down. If you are sad, if you are depressed, if you are frustrated, what is in you that can counteract the frustration and the depression? But you say, I'm fed up. I want to die. Those who can take rat poison and drink and die, they were empty of hope. There was no hope. There was no faith. There was no belief that even though things are this way, it will change. It can change. They never had that. They were empty. There was no scripture to stand on. Job said, I know my Redeemer lives. Job wasn't empty. If Job was empty... We would, not have, we would not have read what we read. Job wasn't empty with all his problems and his challenges. The Bible says, Job said, I know my Redeemer lives. The one who rescues, the one who delivers, I know he's not dead. I know he's not, he's not sleeping. I know he's alive. And that one day he'll deliver me from this trouble. If you are empty, you'll fall off. If you are empty, you'll fall away. If you are empty, you, you say no. If you are empty, you, you, you change your mind. From that which you, you appear to believe in so much. Stand to your feet, my time is up.
yes Lord yes Lord selected to be deacons in the days of the apostles were not empty heads. People who were filled, who had faith, who had hope, who had life, had love. Thank you that from these day hours we will not be empty. Lord, we will not be shallow. Oh, we are not going to be drawing back, oh God. We will not be people that your souls have no pleasure in. Thank you, Father, for blessing our lives. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for encouraging us. Thank you for helping us to to know why we need to be here all the time. I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. You're here this morning. You're not saved. You know, it takes salvation to go to heaven. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish have everlasting life. You're here this morning, you're not saved. If you died now, you're not sure whether you go to heaven or hell. I want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, I want to pray with you. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to lift up your hand and say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be born again. Yes, your right hand. I want to pray for you. Yes, your right hand. I want to be saved. Bishop, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Pray with me. Your right hand. Yes, your right hand. God bless you. Danish. God bless you. Come, let me pray for you. Clap for Danesh as he comes. God bless you. Amen. Nice little boy. Nice little boy. Pray this prayer with me. Church, join in as we pray together. 
Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died. He rose again on the third day. I believe Jesus is alive. I open my heart and I invite Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.